stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world you just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. The past cannot be changed, and the future is yet in your power, unknown. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We are a program by, for, and with creative people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, creator and producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Siri Panindra, and before we get into today's show that is all about the future and what it holds, Be the Star You Are's volunteers and I want to urge you to check out our website at btsya.org. And as part of the Be the Star You Are Disaster Relief Outreach Program, Be the Star You Are has collaborated with the Authors Guild to showcase the new books launched by many authors from around the country in a variety of genres. So for the next few months, make sure you are tuned in to both Star Style, Be the Star You Are, on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, for Wednesdays with Writers, and Express Yourself, airing on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, for Super Smart Sundays, both broadcasting right here on the Voice America Network, Empowerment Channel so you can learn more about these incredible authors and books. With that, I'll be starting off today's show with my segment about what the future holds. So the focus of today's show got me thinking a lot, as the future is indeed a very intriguing concept, and the uncertainty of the future is what makes life interesting. So if you think about it, striving for something that you know is going to happen doesn't make sense. And on the opposite side of the spectrum, on the flip side, if you know that something is not going to happen, we won't even try. So the uncertainty of the future is what will get you either nothing or a lot more than expected, like discoveries, inventions, explorations, you name it. And it's funny because I recall that in my fifth grade, we had this project and I had to impersonate one of the Wright brothers as if I were in an exhibition, and I had to talk about how they became the pioneers of aviation. And despite their multiple failures, they ended up turning the dreams of flight into reality, all because the future was uncertain, and all because anything is possible. Of course, people do predict what the future holds, but most often than not, we are wrong. And if we are right, probably it was just a lucky guess. So does that mean we should not be looking for our future? Definitely not. We should always look forward to defining our future, not by our predictions, but by our efforts and endeavors. The best thing about the future is that it hasn't even happened yet, and there's always potential for anything to happen. So this is a perfect transition 
to some predictions that mankind has made in the past about the future or what we now call the present. So the comic strip, um, it's called Closer Than You Think. It has made many interesting predictions, which I'll be sharing right now. So they predicted that the weather would be irrelevant since we would live in a giant glass dome. That's super interesting, but it's actually not what we have today. Another prediction um, was that planes will be launched by catapults. And I'm trying to visualize that right now, um, but it's quite different from reality. Another astonishing one is that there will be 24 hours of daylight powered by electricity. I'm not sure if I would like that, though, because I kind of like the balance of you know daylight and the darkness and the moon. And another prediction made by mankind is that we would have robot maids, which is pretty close to accurate, as many people, including myself, utilize Alexa or Google Home for chores. And um, I realized the other day, other day that you can order something on Amazon through Alexa, or you can switch off the lights by using like this um, converter thing and plugging it into the wall. Um, and then you can just say, hey, Google, um, switch off the lights in the hall, and that works, which is super cool. I don't think six months ago anyone would have predicted such a big face mask industry, and today everyone is looking for one, and every enterprise is trying to manufacture and sell millions to the people. And I'd like to end this segment on this note. No hardship is the end of the world, and there is always a future to fix. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment. And as a reminder, the newest establishment in the series, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World, is available now on www.starstylestore.net. And if you're looking for a new book to read, especially during this time, consider picking up a copy. I'm Siri Panindra, and remember your purchase benefits the Be The Star You Are, 501c3 charity, and this Express Yourself program as a donation. So check out youtube.com slash be the star you are for our very fun and informative BTSYA videos on living, laughing, and learning. You can also visit us at btsya.org and check out past editions of our show at expressyourselfteenradio.com. So keep on listening to our conversation about the future on Express Yourself after the break. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're here today with Natalie Bardo, who's the founder of It's All You Boo, a personal development blog where she curates the very best content to keep you motivated and inspired to slay your goals in life and business. She's the creator of the Slayer Goals Planner, um, which is a page printable with everything you need to set achievable goals. It's state-free design, features, goal-setting worksheets, inspirational quotes, and planner pages for every day, week, month, and year. She has also created Positive Mindset Mantras, 50 powerful and beautifully designed sayings that will help you conquer negative thinking and limiting beliefs in all areas of your life. And they're great additions to your journal, vision board, or planner. Hi, Natalie. Welcome to the show. Hey there. How's it going? Yeah, I'm doing fine. How about you? Pretty good. You know, we're halfway through the week, so yay. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So let's get started. And my first question is, what is your story and who would you say is your inspiration? So I think my story is one that's pretty common nowadays. You know, you... You go to school, you get that degree, and you finally get that, you know, real-world job, you know, the whole reason we go to school at all. And then maybe I realized it wasn't for me, so I ended up quitting, and a couple of years later, I'm running a successful blog. So, yeah, it's just that journey of discovery and my inspiration. So while I was on that journey, I learned about all of these amazing people who, you know, worked from their homes and they were running these successful businesses and you never hear about them. They're just literally like your neighbors or your your mom's best friend. So I was excited <laughs> to join this like secret society of people who didn't have to have real jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super cool. So what's the secret to getting motivated? I feel like everyone wants to know that, especially if they're in the business field or, you know, starting a company. Yeah. So for me, motivation is all about figuring out what is that thing that excites you, that gets you up in the morning. Like, I really do believe you, to get motivated, you have to have something like in it for you. So People say it's your why or it's, like, your intention. There's got to be that thing that, like, I think in each of us there's, like, this little flame of motivation, and you just got to figure out what sparks it for you. So, you know, perhaps you're on Instagram and you see someone doing something cool and you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to learn how to do that or I wish I could do that. So using that and, like, just following your curiosity and just being excited, I think excitement leads to motivation. Yeah, um, I love how you put that. And um, as my mom always says, you have to put your heart and soul into whatever you do. So I definitely agree with you on that. So you created Slayer Goals Planner. And can you talk a little bit about that and what people can do with it and how they can use it for their everyday life? Definitely. So 
So when I started my blog, I had, you know, surveyed my subscribers and something that they all said was like, I want to do all these amazing things, but, you know, setting goals wasn't the problem. It was actually taking action and doing something about it. So I created this planner that takes you on this journey from figuring out what your intention is, that spark we were just talking about, and then, okay, let's set some goals for that. Let's figure out what are your priorities in life, and then setting, you know, tinier goals and breaking it down to, okay, what can you do this month? What can you do this week? And then focusing on the day. So just taking someone, I like to say, from that idea, the intention to action. So that's how the planner works. So it's a printable, meaning that you get access to the PDF. You can even just type right into it. I like to save it in my Dropbox, or you can put it in your Google Drive. So you have it everywhere with you. You can type into it, print it out as many times as you like. There are different pages for the month for the year, for your week. So it's kind of just like a bundle of all these different pages you can use. Because I don't know about you, I think there are like two types of people growing up like in school. There's the person who could write in their textbook and had no problems with it. But I was the person who could never like, I never wanted to fold a page or I never wanted to like write in a book, even if I owned Mm -hmm. it. So the principle gives you the freedom to like reprint it as many times as you want. So if you make a plan and you're like, ugh, this isn't working. Or, like, you see how what the world is going on right now, right? A lot of people are like, 2020, I need, like, to reset with the printable planner. You just print it out again and start over. So that's how it works. Oh, it's super cool. And my favorite part about your planner is that it has inspirational quotes. Every morning I go to Instagram and I look for inspirational quotes to set my day on the right foot. So I love how you kind of included every aspect of inspiration in one place. So um, I myself keep a vision board. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Love it. Um, Where do you have your vision board, if I can ask? Um, I keep it in my room. Yeah, I keep it in my room um, next to my bed. So every day when I wake up, I look to my left side and I see the vision board with like everything. (laughs) (laughs) That is a beautiful, like, Uh, visualization practice that you have there. So I'm all about the vision boards. I love it. It's like the perfect thing for us to do right now as we're like staying at home. And, you know, if you want to look towards your future, that's the perfect way to visualize it. Even if you can't like physically, you know, go there right now, I think a vision board, it's, it's like all about the law of attraction, right? So by thinking positively and like seeing yourself you know, living out these things, whether that's, you know, having some great job or renovating your home, going on that road trip with your girlfriend, spring break, being normal, whatever it is, um, by seeing it, you're actually, like, manifesting it into reality. So I'm all about the vision board. Literally, right now in my room, I have a giant stack of magazines, and I'm, like, slowly (laughs) creating a new one. So I'm all for it. I know. And like the creation process is also super fun. Like you go to your magazines, you cut out like different pieces from like different pages and you compile everything into this like fun, colorful collage. Yeah, I just love it. The before, the after, everything. Um, So when you said the law of attraction, it reminded me of Rhonda Byrne, The Secret. I'm not sure if you have seen that movie, but I definitely recommend it. Um, She kind of talks about the law of attraction and how if you visualize something, it'll actually happen in reality. Um, So 
What do you think about procrastination and how do you stop that? Because obviously it's something that we should all avoid for anything you do in life. So funny you should ask because I literally just wrote a book on procrastination that's coming out in September. <laughs> so procrastination, this is the thing. A lot of us think like when we think about it, it's like, oh, I'm so lazy or oh, like, why don't I have motivation? Like, what's wrong with me? But um, the thing about procrastination is that most of us are not putting off doing the task. So it's only procrastination when you had the opportunity to do it, but you chose not to, right? You put it off to the last minute. So the thing is that psychologists have, you know, understood the behavior and that it's actually not avoiding the task. We're avoiding our feelings about the task. So maybe we think it's boring or maybe we think it's going to take forever, or, you know, maybe we're just not invested in it. It's not exciting to us. We think if we do it, it doesn't matter. So the cure for procrastination is really just getting to the heart of what are those emotions about this activity? Like, why do we feel this way? So instead of, like, you know, you, you want to do something, but you just end up watching Netflix, right? Or you're, like, scrolling on Instagram, or you go get a snack. We do these things because they make us feel better. So we just need to find more positive habits for when we feel like we don't want to do something. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I like how you put it. It put it in a different perspective that not many people tell me. So it's all about the feelings. Oh, okay. I like that a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, find a way um, to deal with those negative emotions, but still take action, you know? Yes. I like how you put that. So do you have, you know, a list of productivity tips and, you know, give some examples and how we can use that every day? Okay. So for productivity, so we're talking about productivity. That's basically the ability to get things done in a timely manner. So I love to have a plan. I think a lot of the times with productivity, we aren't productive because we spend so much time either trying to think of what we need to do or forgetting the things we should do, right? Like how many times have we been like, oh my gosh, I forgot to do this. Or say you wake up in the morning and you spend like 30 minutes finding an outfit. But imagine if you had just planned your outfit the night before, you would be, you know, more on the ball. So coming up with a plan, using your planner, these things like keep you on track. We all have like smartphones. Use your reminder. Tell Siri or... Google or Alexa to, like, remind you to do things, I find that really helpful. So the other thing about productivity, the big one, is that so many of us multitask, right? Like, do you multitask? Be honest. Uh, I try. I try. It's the most effective <laughs> so, way. <laughs> the biggest thing that um, I learned is that recently when I was, like, doing all that research for my book is that we're actually not made to procrastinate. Or, sorry, to multitask. So the problem is that when we're doing more than one thing, we're actually not doing them at the same time. We're switching between, you know, task A and task B. And every time our mind switches, we're actually losing steam. So you slow down. So we lose so much time, like, juggling between things. So, so say you're doing your homework and you're on your phone at the same time. You're actually not getting anything done. So learning how to just focus on one thing at a time without any distractions is what's going to help you be the most productive. So instead of, like, you know, getting distracted by notifications, turn your notifications off, put your phone on silent, put it in a drawer, like, don't keep your social media open while you're trying to get things done. 
but you can still do those things when you take a break. So just taking regular breaks where there's no work happening and you're, you're doing whatever makes you happy and then get back to work. So no distractions, keep your phone away, try to focus on one thing at a time and taking regular breaks. Like these are the little things and have a plan. They can help you to become more productive. Oh, yes. I totally agree with you 100% on that. And um, I heard somewhere that uh, there's a mantra and it's, if I fail to plan, I plan to fail. And yep. it just kind of gives the <laughs> gist of exactly what we are emphasizing. And that kind of brings me to something you created, positive mindset mantras. And can you talk about those 50 sayings and how they help conquer negativities in your life? Yeah, so... I think that something that holds us back is self-doubt, their limiting beliefs. You know, sometimes you think of doing something or you want to start something. So say you want to start a blog, but you spend like two years of your life um, stressing about it and saying, oh, my gosh, you know, no one's going to read it. Why should I do it? Like we have all of these negative thoughts. So every day, every person has over 50,000 thoughts a day. And would you know that scientists have said that 75% of our thoughts are actually negative. So it's a wonder we get anything done at all, right? Like, <laughs> like how do we get anything done when our mind is, you know, completely um, negative by default? It's just, you know, how it is. But mantras, like a mantra has, is basically just a word or a phrase or a saying, and it's a mantra when we repeat it to ourselves, right? So it's the repetition so whether it's saying, um, you know, I am powerful and strong in every way, I am powerful and strong in every way, the, uh, repeating it to yourself, you actually silence the part of your brain that is always replaying, like, negative thoughts about the past, worrying about, like, your future. So it quiets that part of your brain, and they have done MRIs that prove that this actually happens, so that you can focus and be positive in the moment and move forward. So the mantra works by the repetition. That's why a lot of the times in yoga or meditation, uh, you, there's usually an element of repeating a word or a phrase because it quiets your mind so you can actually just focus and do the thing you need to do. Yeah, exactly. And um, I actually do meditation every day. And a mantra I you know, perform is OM. Mm-hmm. And I repeat that so many hundreds of times and it does kind of take my mind away from all of these like external things happening in the world around me and um, I just wanted to share that I believe I heard a statistic somewhere that you have to do something in like five seconds before your conscience hits in and says don't do it so that's why you have Mm. to act fast if you're you know planning to do something it's um, it's Mel Robbins the five second rule so it's basically It's that you have those five seconds to do something before your your mind tries to, like, talk you out of it. So I find that you can quiet, like, turn down that elevator noise, which is our, you know, the negative thoughts, by using these mantras and just getting into the habit of taking action. So, like, a lot of the times, like, something that I tell my people to do is, like, you have the thought of doing something, Just do it. Like, don't even allow yourself to come in the way and be like, actually, you know, now's not the right time or do it later. Like, don't even get give it a chance to, like, say anything to you. 
you just do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I feel our mind is kind of capable of having so much imagination. And it's just sometimes I feel it's better that we don't use our mind that often because it just scatters mm-hmm. around and there are just so many thoughts that, you know, you can think about. Um, so especially during this time, you know, shelter in place, what are some great goals we can set right now? Yeah, so I'm all about the professional and the personal goals. And I think that what's going on in the world right now is giving us an opportunity to kind of just focus on these personal goals and projects that we've always said, like, oh, we don't have the time right now. Like, I'm too busy. So I think focusing on our personal development, so whether that's, you know, listening to podcasts, finally reading those books, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's creating that vision board, like these little goals that we can set for ourselves that aren't too overwhelming, right? Like we don't want to overwhelm ourselves. There's enough of that going on. Um, But like something that you accomplished it and you're going to feel better. So, you know, start listening to a podcast, read a book, um, start journaling, you know, create a vision board, uh, start painting, like being, do those like artsy projects that you've always wanted to do. Focus on learning a language, improve your cooking skills, like do all the things or or even start a project, paint your room, Uh, finally like clear out the basement, start a garden. So you want to do something that is going to give you these, you know, positive feelings about yourself and about your life and about going forward, right? So say, for example, you want to, you dream of traveling to Paris, right? Learn French, It'll help you stay focused on, okay, the future is coming, or growing a garden, right? Everyone who grows a garden is looking forward to the future because you're planting that seed so that you can pick that fruit in, like, three, four months when it's harvest time. So focus on anything that's going to focus on growth and create that bit of future casting. Because like you said, our imagination runs wild. We need to give it something positive to imagine. That's why vision boards work so well, because it gives us something positive to focus on instead of like going to our negative settings that we usually have. Yeah, exactly. And um, it's funny that you brought up cooking and painting, because that's exactly what I've been doing during this quarantine. And um, just the other day, I was painting canvases that were otherwise in the garage, dusty. um, And I baked a molten lava cake for the first time. So, you know, definitely keep your mind on something positive. Um, It'll definitely, you know, keep you alive and calm during any hard circumstances in life um, because it gives you something to look forward to in your day. So what are some daily habits that teens should start doing? Yeah, so I know, like, right now, school, I I guess depending where you live, right? Like, school might be closed. Like, where I am, they've decided that school year is not starting again. It's gone hold till September. So I think that, you know, a great idea is to not get into this, like, Staying up till 3 a.m., waking up at noon (laughs) lifestyle. You want to sprinkle in some positive habits. So whether that's going for a walk, having these, you know, daily chats with your friends, you know, you want to create these positive lifestyle changes. Also, eating healthy, drinking water, exercising, um, 
focusing on things that aren't just your schoolwork, because I know a lot of people are doing online school right now, you want to make sure you have a balance because, you know, when you go to college, when you go to university, and then even after that, these are the habits that are going to keep you healthy, they're going to keep you sane, and they're going to make sure that when you graduate, you come out as, like, a full fully developed human as opposed to, like, having areas of your life that are stunted because, you know, things went crazy. Because life is always going to get crazy. But you just have to create these habits. So whether that's having a morning ritual for yourself, like you said, you wake up, you look to the left, there's your vision board. You do your daily meditation. Or maybe it's taking up yoga. So my only thing is, like, choose one thing at a time. I think a lot of the times we're like, I need a new routine. You go crazy and you try to start like 10 new things at once, add it in one at a time, and slowly, slowly build on it. So that's my, my tip for uh, yeah. Yeah, morning habits and routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how you said balance because I feel balance is the key to life. Um, so going back to your Slayer Goals Planner, can you explain to our listeners what do you exactly mean by Slayer Goals? Yeah, so it's a thing, you know, and we all say, like, wake and slay, it's like a thing. So anyway, <laughs> yep. I, <laughs> I came up with that because some, somehow, like, achieve your goals, like, doesn't sound that great. So I found a lot of the times when people, people don't really have that big of a struggle setting goals. Like, we all kind of know what we would like to achieve or, you know, what we want to happen for us. But the problem is, the action, right? So when I say slayer goals, I'm meaning you are just taking action. You're not making apologies. You're not giving yourself, allowing yourself to, you know, give in to any excuse. You're just all about it. You are totally committed and you're just going for it. So to me, that's what it means to slay your goals. You're not just setting them. Anyone can set a goal, right? But it takes more than that. You got to show up every single day you got to put in the time. you got to put in the energy. And to me, that's what it means to slay your goals. Yeah, so um, I'm not exactly sure who, uh, who said that quote, but uh, the quote is, dream big, but most importantly, start. It's either Simon Sinek or Steve Jobs, one of those two. But that quote basically gives a gist of what we're talking about. So, you know, since I am personally off from school, school is closed for, like, many people, around the country and world. So how can you make the most of your free time? Mm. So make the most of your free time by, I'm going back to the creating a, a schedule. So using a planner. So set things for you to do. So the day doesn't just blink. Because I think a lot of us are losing track of the days. It's like, okay, is it Thursday? Is it Tuesday? I don't even know. Like, we have no concept of time anymore. <laughs> Am I the only one who's feeling that way? You know? So, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so wake up with a plan. And it doesn't have to be crazy. You're not, like, scheduling classes for yourself. But I think it's having at least something in each day that is focusing on those goals we were talking about. Focusing on being future-minded, like, not just, like, stuck in. Because I think you can very much fall into this sad, like, woe is me mentality right now, and you don't want that. You want to, as unfortunate as what is happening right now is, it gives you an opportunity 
to do things you couldn't do before, to spend more time with your family, to, to start a project, start a side hustle, start a blog, start whatever. So my suggestion is just to assign something to every day. Break it up. Like, in, even if that's creating a routine, like every time, day at noon, I'm going to go around for a walk around the block with my family. Whatever it is that is going to stop you from just, you know, watching Netflix all day or, you know, like getting into that sloth mode. And yes, I love being a sloth, but there are times where the sloth needs to go for a walk. So I am just encouraging everyone to just set something for a day. Like you, even if you're just writing one thing, like try a new recipe or, you know, have a call with this person. Just give yourself something to look forward to. And that breaks up the, you know, not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I love your optimistic view of the shelter in place and how it's teaching us different values that people haven't really thought about before, just like family or hygiene. So I definitely love that. So um, many people, including myself, want to know, what is your perspective on failure? Okay, so failure is a great thing. And it sounds weird, so I'm going to say it again. Failure is a great thing. It's an opportunity. Failure is a lesson. So I think a lot of us, we say we fear failure, right? And it doesn't feel good. Like, I'm not saying it feels great, but it's a good thing. Because when we fail, we learn. The biggest life lessons you will ever, ever, ever have is from failing flat on your face and, you know, making a huge mistake or... You know, and it's from those moments where you can be like, okay, that didn't work out or this isn't the way I need to go, but I can go in this other direction. So I feel like failures are almost like these huge road signs that help us figure out what we need to do in our lives. So, so many of us set goals or we have ideas of how things are going to go, but it's, unless we fail, we never really have that, okay, this isn't the way, I need to try to go do this instead. Or, you know, for example, maybe something went terribly wrong and you're like, okay, I need to shift. I need to pivot. I need to try a new way. So I, I try and, like, not get too upset when I fail, you know. It sucks. Nobody wants to feel that way. But at the same time, it's giving me an opportunity to learn faster than I would have had I not failed, right? So when you fail fast, it gives you an opportunity to grow. So and all you, this is another thing, all you need to do is get it right once. Like a lot of the times when we're going after these big goals, whether that's success in business or success in school, success in whatever it is we're focusing on, you only need to get it right once, right? You only graduate once, right? <laughs> like from yeah. high school, then from college, right? So it's okay if your one success is preceded by a whole bunch of failure, you just need to get that one success, right? So don't sweat failure. Everyone fails, but not everyone fails gracefully. Not everyone takes that failure as an opportunity to do it better, to be better, to be stronger, to try again. So don't let the failure be the end of the road. Just let it be the, okay, I need to turn right, or okay, I need to go left, right? Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, failure teaches us perseverance, which is, you know, a really good quality. Um, and you can also see that in nature. 
And in fact, my radio producer says that failure is fertilizer and you can put it in the compost bill and grow a new garden. And we can just tell by nature that plants, they have to go through all of these impediments um, and rocks and stones just to grow. So it's kind of like um, a metaphor to the human nature in a way. So uh, my last question is, how can we, you know, teenagers, people connect with you? Because you obviously have such amazing advice and resources available. So what are the next steps and how can we um, come back to you? Awesome. Uh, you should just visit me on my blog. So it's com. There's, I literally almost have like 300 blog posts. There's a quiz. You can sign up for my resource library, which I counted. There's like 40 freebies in there. Like it's crazy. There are challenges you can take. There are printable planners. There are guides. There's even some free eBooks. So everything is on there. And there's a bunch of stuff written on like every topic from productivity, time management, motivation, habits, obviously goals, and mental health, uh, improving your emotional well-being. So it's all on there. Uh, check it out. And I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm everywhere. So just search for me. It's <laughs> allyouboo.com. That's perfect. Oh, and perfect. I should say that, sorry, if you take the quiz, you'll see it pop up. Uh, there is an opportunity for you to save on the planner if it's something you want. So be prepared oh. to get the wow. okay. offer. Wow, okay. I'm going to do it <laughs> right after. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Natalie, for empowering the audience with all of your optimistic tips. And this was an absolutely inspirational interview. And listeners, again, check out her inspirational resources, including her planner and mantras on itsallyouboo.com and you can also go to itsallyouboo.com slash slay-year-goals-planner slash and you can also go to positive-mindset-mantras um, definitely check those out um, it'll change your life forever also please be sure to support our show and learn more about upcoming events at btsya.org you can show your love for more segments like this one by donating to the Be The Star You Are C3 Literacy Charity that brings you this program at BeTheStarYouAre.org. I'm Siri Panindra, and keep listening for more about the future. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Siri Panindra, and this week's show is centered around the future. So for this segment, I'll be reading a chapter um, and talking about living in the present, which is a great way to plan for the future. Um, This will be from the gift of the present from the book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a a Changing Digital World, which you can also find at starstylestore.net. Um, So let's get started with The Gift of the Present. Um, It is written by Cynthia Bryan, a New York Times bestselling author of several books, TV, radio, personality producer, lecturer, and enrichment coach, specializing in acting, media, writing, speaking, and life success. Cynthia is the founder and executive director of the Be The Star You Are 51C3, empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, improved positive media messages, and skills for living. She also writes for magazines, newspapers, and online sites. And as a joyful baby boomer, she is honored to have mentored thousands of millennials, including her own two children. And to learn more about her, you can go to CynthiaBryan.com. So let's get started with her chapter, The Gift of the Present. I'm a planner. My mantra has always been, if I fail to plan, I plan to fail. I keep lists, calendars, agendas, and notes, all with the intention of assuring that I don't miss an appointment, double book myself, or arrive tardy for a meeting. My online reminders are followed up with a printed daily planner. One might infer that because I'm meticulously organized and perpetually scheduled that I don't live in the moment, but nothing could be further from the truth. What I found over a lifetime of juggling school, career, family, friends, and other social engagements is that the more ordered I am, the better able I'm to enjoy the present activity fully without worrying about what I may have missed or what looms in the great beyond. By being methodical, I am practical. I'm always having a plan for the unplanned occurrences. The days leading up to a vacation are always stressful as I attempt to make certain that My business, the charity, my clients, our home, garden, and animals will all be well cared for during my absence. There are always last-minute writing deadlines. I prefer to call them timelines, as deadlines include the word dead. Bills to be paid, calls and emails to be returned, as well as streamlined packing, unpacking, and repacking duties. In the first few hours, and sometimes a full 24 hours of her holiday, I'm guilty of living a mindset of busyness. After a couple of days, the rhythm of the now replaces my type A personality pattern, and I find myself relaxing to the bliss of wherever I am. Living in the present is glorious, freeing, and joyful. How often have you found yourself living for tomorrow? You say to yourself, I'll do this when I get a bigger apartment or house or I'll do this when I get married or find a long-term partner, or when I have children, or when I have a better job, or when I have more money or more time, or when the kids grow up, or also I'm not so tired, 
or when I get a smaller apartment or house, or then I retire. Well, if you wait for tomorrow to come to find your happy place, you may just be waiting until you're six feet under and there's no tomorrow, there's only today. And the time to enjoy your life is now, in this place, at this time, wherever, whenever, and with whomever. The present is a gift, savor it. So now for her exercise, there's no time like now. So to focus on the present, take a few minutes to plan your moments. Decide to mark off a full day in your calendar just for you. Sleep in, get a massage, read a book, listen to music, walk in the woods, soak in a tub, or binge watch your favorite programs. Decide that you are the priority. To continue enjoying living in the moment, make sure that you're organized enough in your daily life so that important items don't fall through the cracks. File, don't pile. Set up your calendar reminders on your computer or smartphone. Double check your next day schedule nightly before you go to bed. Then awake each new day with the knowledge that you have the ability to be fully engaged in what's happening in the now. We have a choice. We can reflect on the past, plan for the future, but we can only live in the current second. And one of the quotes that she featured was by Alice Morris Earle, and it is, the clock is running, make the most of today, time waits for no man or woman, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, today's a gift, and that's why we call it the present. Well, um, so let's kind of do a reflection on my chap on Cynthia's chapter. Um, something that I wanted to emphasize even more is to take a few days off um, and just, you know, take it off and... Um, you can do anything that you like because I feel during this fast-paced life, you um, you kind of stressed every second of your life, and you need to have a day off so that you can let you know your mind settle. Um, something else that I loved was act as if there is no tomorrow, because I know many people, including myself, sometimes they say, you know, we'll do it tomorrow, or we're gonna have more time, or have more money, or the kids grow up. Well, you know. Life is so unexpected and uncertain that you never know if there's a tomorrow. And that's kind of how I felt when my grandpa passed away. Um, you know, he just left at a blink of an eye. So definitely enjoy each day to the fullest. Um, something else that I want to emphasize is that, is that you have to be organized and scheduled um, because it's always good to plan out your day. Otherwise, your mind will be super cluttered and you won't get anything done. So um, a little bit about what I myself do. Um, I keep reminders on my phone. Um, I find that super helpful because I'm, I always keep my phone next to me um, and it's super helpful. It just pops up, makes a ding sound. Um, another thing that I use is an agenda or a calendar. Um, and I actually write out the times. So I don't just say I'm going to achieve this, this, this. I actually write out the times dedicated for one task, dedicated for the second task. And um, it's just super helpful because it gives me the clarity and what I need to achieve for the day. Um, especially since we have to juggle between so many different things in our life, whether that's school or college or a career, it's you know super important that you're on top of things um, and you don't miss any deadlines or, you know, timelines without the word dead. Um, so something else that I also wanted to emphasize 
is that you should enjoy your life now um, at this time. And it doesn't matter um, the circumstances of your life. I feel the joy is within us. And you shouldn't rely on external things for your happiness. Um, so, for instance, I actually listened to this guru. His name is Sadhguru. And he is fantastic in explaining that everything is external and you just have to look within yourself to solve the problem. So it's super easy to point fingers and, you know, blame people. But sometimes we just have to look um, at what we are doing and kind of improve ourselves. So um, thank you so much, Cynthia, for this chapter. Um, I super, super love it because it kind of emphasizes so many different things that we need to use in our life. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. So audience, please support BTSYA and find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs on our main site at bethestarur.org. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community. We are Teens Talk and the World Lessons. I'm Siri Panidra, and as always, we give our thanks to Star Soul Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Be present, be yourself, and plan for the future. I can't wait to see what the future holds. But speak up, speak up, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine. Between the lines If you